0: Hello, everyone. I've been impressed by the Lord to really, this is a time that I need to come forward and and give more detail to what I found uh, happened to me as an experience back in 1996 during a time of prayer and fasting. I had received a dream, and in this dream, it was telling me about a fake rapture that was going to happen. Now, fortunately, at the time, I didn't think so, but fortunately, a recording was made of this dream in great detail, and I will play that for you. This was back in 2004 in Roswell, New Mexico, during a roundtable discussion at uh, the Ancient Days uh, Biblical UFO Conference. Uh, in attendance were some many of the uh, early pioneers: um, Patrick Harran, Dave Flynn, Stan Dale, Dr. Mike Heiser, uh, Bill Schnoblen, just to mention some of them. Now. In this meeting I was put on a spot and I was asked to describe this dream including some pretty crazy aspects of it. Now I would have never taken upon myself to say this or come forth with this information at that time because there was nothing anywhere by anyone that ever had made a mention of a, a fake rapture. In my efforts, in my first efforts after the dream, I'm asking the Lord what is this? What am I seeing? How does this fit in? And what the Lord told me was Jim When you begin to understand that every detail in the last days is going to be played out in a fake scenario by Satan, then all the pieces will fall into place and you'll understand. Well, that was almost 20-some years ago, and now it all makes sense, and now I'm understanding that there is a very consistent pattern that everything that God has done or will do, Satan is extrapolating the same model to accomplish for himself the same things in an opposite fashion. Concluding to which, deluded, he's going to stand at the white throne judgment and demand his own eternal realm and followers because he invested all this time, energy, and effort to do everything exactly the way God did. And knowing God is not going to go compromising his word, he believes that he will be entitled to this whole scenario being played out. Well, you know, the thing is, there's good news and bad news. We're told that this dimension is going to come to an end. And that's what we're stuck in, is an alternate parallel dimension. Satan actually created it by God allowing it to happen. So it's like a perversion of what is actually real, the difference between heaven and hell. If you've seen my parallel dimension video or read my book, you understand this. If you haven't, I would suggest going to either source to find out this information. Now, in that, as he expects to have this conversation, new dimension for himself, we find that that this dimension we're stuck in here is going to burn up with fire. Well, guess what the lake of fire is? It's the dimension that he strived and worked so hard for to create. So it's almost as if at the white throne judgment, God's going to stand there and say, you know, Satan, I got good news and bad news for you. Good news is you're right. You're entitled to your own uh, universe because you have put all this effort and energy and followed exactly the same but opposite I did. And look what you produced, a lake of fire. It's all burned up. So guess what you rule? Right here, right now. Depart from me, the work of iniquity. Here's your eternal realm, the lake of fire. that's the bad news. So, long story short, part of the element of that is we can expect all the end time events to be played out before the real events. So we will have a fake Antichrist, fake false prophet, fake mark of the beast, fake tribulation, fake rapture, fake uh, second coming. All centered around a cosmic Christ coming from another planet. Um... I know I'm racing ahead with minor detail, but all of this is detailed in my book and the hundred and some videos that I've got posted on YouTube. But I wanted to focus mainly on the phony rapture. What exactly is going to take place and why? Now I'm going to show you the clip from 2004, and then I will show you all the scriptures that I have to back and support this um, that I've accumulated over the last 20 years. So with that, here's the clip. One of the many New Age books written, uh, Peter LeMassure, uh, has a book, and in his book he said that it was, in order to uh, bring about a one world government, it would be necessary to pacify or fulfill Christian uh, expectations of a second coming. That would include a fake rapture. Uh, Within the UFO community, there's two different mentions of evacuations, and it's based on a philosophy called Theosophy, which is the complete umbrella of the entire New Age movement. It's based on the idea that the Earth is a living organism, It's going through different cycles of destruction and rebirth. As we're going through this next cycle, they make the statement that, that it's important for uh, life on the Earth to be in harmony with the Earth changes. Uh, they make the point that if there's enough of a group of people that are giving out negative vibrations, just like the Teutonic planes are rubbing and creating earthquakes, That these negative vibrations will cause all kinds of ecological disasters on earth in this transition there's a setup right there against Christians because any Bible believing Christian is going to resist theosophy and any other form of New Age movement now through uh, channeled messages of of some of the uh, and, and by quoting them I'm not giving them authority or validity or anything but you study your enemy to find out what he's up to and there's two evacuations mentioned Uh, amongst the aliens. One is the fact that if uh, we're about to go through a a change like this all of the people that are important for this new world order need to be evacuated and taken out so they're safe. The other evacuation is an evacuation that those that uh, resist the movement if it becomes critical to where there's a lot of catastrophes going on it may be necessary to remove them for the safety of everyone else and for themselves, as uh, John White says, it's better for them to go into spirit, into another dimension where they'll be happier. That sure sounds like a final solution to answer to me, and it should be a, a very much concern to every Christian. So, when I'm saying when I'm quoting New Age and I'm quoting um, aliens or alleged aliens, it's one and the same, and it even it even goes to I can quote the same strategy out of my camp, but that's another order, but. There's a lot of a continuation going on here that started back in the in the 40s. Um, I What I see, and when I first heard Norm about 10 years ago, he mentioned about a phony rapture, and I got really excited because I believe that's what the Lord was showing me. I see a phony rapture, possibly, of New Agers, not Christians. Because part of the attempt, part of the strategies that are already written out in New Age books is that They want to do the same, but they want to fulfill Christian prophecy. The New Age is going to attempt, I believe, to be the completion of Christianity the way Christianity was the completion of Judaism. But they want to annihilate Judaism completely off the face of the earth, and they really want to eliminate the the Hebrew uh, roots to Christianity. They want to turn Christianity into a New Age movement and blend the two, merge them together. So by using a New Age scenario, they will fulfill Christian prophecy. You have a massive uh, flat sighting of UFOs. All of a sudden, your major, U, uh, your major New Agers are gone, and then you, there's a gap there. Born-again Christians are the ones left behind. Why? <laughs> They're the ones that had it wrong, and the New Ages have it right. When we go through a phony tribulation period, I'm sure you guys know uh, technology that can already uh, produce a lot of that we go through a phony tribulation period then there's a phony judgment and guess what the real rapture happens and what happened to all these people they were the wheat and tares the separation of the goats and the sheep so that the real rapture is a totally explained away what happens next our bible says that that as christ returns he gives a, a new name in our forehead so, if, if we're seeing the same but opposite going on ahead of time, and all of a sudden now there's a way through judgment, now all of a sudden all the Christians are gone, these people think they're getting a new name in their forehead and entering into the millennial reign. And they've just entered into the tribulation and took the mark of the beast.
1: Just so a possible in, scenario, in, in not doctrine. The but
0: opposite thing you were saying? Yeah.
1: Don't that part about the marriage supper. It's really gruesome. Oh,
0: gosh. Do you really want me to do this now? I get cookie enough stuff anyway. I'll I say mean, it.
1: okay, the well, people that are raptured out. The, the new age fossil or apostles and evangelists, the false prophets. What he said to me a couple of years back was, uh, when they get raptured and go to the marriage supper, they are the
0: supper. This, you know, now, it, on a serious, on a serious side, this was from a dream I think the Lord showed me, and it was really, it was horrible. It wasn't funny. It was sad, but in the same and opposite pattern. Uh, John Lear made a statement about grays one time, saying they were eating us. I'm comparing the grays to the Nakash, the Hebrew Nakash, that eats the dust of the earth, made to crawl on his belly. Totally different if you look at it from a 21st century perspective. But the word dust there is the genetic material that we were made out of when God took the dust. I made mean, it. There may be a connection there. I think there is. The sad thing about it is, when we are raptured, yes, we go before the Lord and have a marriage supper of the Lamb. I think through this dream, what the Lord was telling me is, they go through a rapture. They are the supper for the beast, and that's a sad commentary for
1: them. That, uh, being the supper reminds me of the uh, movie, not the series, the movie V. Did any of you see that? <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Holly and I have tried to track down the the author of that because there was so much symbolism in there. They were saved yeah. by the blood yeah. and everything. Just Unbelievable. Um, However, uh, having debated um, with some of the uh, New Age movement uh, over the years past, some of the leaders of it, um, in one particular case, we debated this rapture issue. And, um, oh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name from Fendhorn, David Spangler. And uh, we, we certainly squared off, let me tell you what. It was a tense moment. I was in the Theosophical Society debating him on his turf. He finally called it a draw and said, right, and we looked across the gap at each other, and he says, I know who you are, and I said, I know who you are, and eye to eye, right? So we, we we did uh, square off there, but what he said was interesting. He said, your rapture, it will come, but it's going to be taking you away and all your people to other incarnations so you can get your vibes straight. We will remain here. Now, that is possible to explain it that way, and then continue as saying as the um, oh um, oh what's that uh, that UFO crowd Holly the the one that talked to us down in New Zealand uh, the right yes oh we talk about it all the time just gone blank but anyway uh, they uh, they say that um, they that we're going to be cast into hyperspace a whole earth short and all those who go into this will be in like a hollow deck like on Star Trek and it'll be your same digs, so it'll be hard to disprove it, right? <laughs> yeah, the ground crew, the, uh, Sheldon Island's ground crew. And uh, so they're trying to make allowances for uh, being here after people have been removed. And But they're all saying that the people who get removed are the bad influences uh, and, and people just haven't got it straight. So they are allowing for an era- for the rapture. There's no question about it. I think that's all I've got to say. about
0: Well, I guess you can see from this video, I was kind of being set up to be ridiculed and and mocked, especially on the being eaten aspect. But since then, I've been able to come to a more solid understanding. Um, The dream that I had, I will get into a little bit more detail on that right now. The dream I had basically was I saw many people almost in a trance-like state, and they were being told to go to certain locations where they would be beamed up um, and taken. Uh, there was like a narrative voice behind me saying, warn them they are going to be eaten. Now, that's right out of a Twilight Zone episode, which, you know, might sound kind of, uh, far out, but yet there is some biblical precedence for that. Now, in this, in this dream that I had, um, I'm desperately trying to wake some of these people up and, and get them to their senses before they go to these locations. And I was being very ineffective. It wasn't, wasn't working at all. After that I simply just woke up and I started praying and it it took quite an amount of time, uh, time time-wise, to actually have this all work out and come out. The main thing that the Lord told me was the same but opposite pattern. So that it just makes sense that if there's going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb between the bride and the relationship to the King, Jesus, which the Bible says we're going to have, it stands to reason that Satan's counterpart to that would be, then, a rapture of his own people, being the treacherous traitor that he is, is the feast of the beast. And, yes, they are on the menu, and that's what's going to happen. Now, I'm greatly encouraged that there have been others that have seen and came to the same revelation from the same spirit, warning of the same kinds of things many dreams where people have been told that they have to go to a certain location. This is why Jesus said in the scriptures not to go into the desert, not to go to the secret chambers, because he knew that this very thing would happen. Now there's a couple of scriptures in Job that I would like to share with you that in one particular uh, text, I think it's the 39th chapter of Job, it repeats itself three times. When there's something repetitive like that, God is trying to get it across the point that is very, very important. So with that, let's take a look at some of these. In the book of Job, we have very accurate descriptions on many different topics within dialogue between Job and the Lord. Much is rhetorical and not meant to have any further discussions on them. They are encrypted details that would not be understood until the technology and coming threats upon us as a body of believers would be evident, needing the deeper meanings. We are in those times now. The entire twenty, ninth and forty-first chapters include many end-time details. I will give this small part of the text in the King James Version and then my paraphrase as the Lord has led me to understand. Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow, or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Will thou trust him because his strength is great, or wilt thou leave thy labor to him? Will thou believe him that he will bring home thy seed, and gather it into thy barn?" Now here is the paraphrase, as I believe the Lord has led me to understand it, based on the original language. Will the wild bull from its conspicuous consent to serve you and stay permanently in your stall? Can you confine his bindings in the grave? Or will he plow up the depth after you? Will you trust him because his power is great? Or will you relinquish your labor and goods to him? Will you establish belief in him because he will return again and gather up to take you away your seed to an open place? This is a catching away in the same but opposite. Done by who? By the bull. The bull? Balaam. Satan. I think this is very clear and doesn't really need a further comment, although in my book or in a video that I'm still working on right now, I have all the detail in the breakdown. My book especially gives you a complete cross reference with other scriptures relating and pertaining to the same uh, paraphrase understandings. Revelation 9 9, in part. And the sound of their wings as was as the sound of chariots of many horses running in battle number fifty four fifty six for sound in the Greek is phone. It means an address with a full development of this word and its associated uh, root and compounds is as spoken or projected in a light ray, an address of sound and light that is spoken it does not mean the the mere sound of a wing loud and making a noise like a helicopter or chariots in battle it means this is the address for locating the method of travel wings in the bible is associated with the travel of the clouds of heaven it is related to gravity and where the biblical wings of the wind is defined in chapter eighteen of the book of enoch as gravity and the pathway of the angels this is telling us that whatever is within the pit is being directed by a light rate of sound as an address or a series of mathematical locating pinpoints to direct that travel. That address is the same as the address of chariots running into battle, the Battle of Armageddon. This is the key that will open this up, something utilizing sound, energy, rays, light, and a mathematical formula as dialing in a phone. That is what CERN is all about, and probably the very key that might be opening the ba- the pit in the last days. I'm working on another video right now that gives all the scriptures to pertain how this happens. And this is taken from more scriptures from Job, Revelation 9, Joel 2, Isaiah 14, uh, Isaiah 24 and 26, and that'll be coming up uh, within the next few days, I hope. But this is completely. Um, something that is definitely in close association with before things are coming out of the pit, something else is going into the pit. And unfortunately, that something else is a fake rapture and the results of the people that uh, end up being taken, which are not Christians. So I hope in this short little video, I've given you something to really pray about and to think about. For those that don't pray or don't have any faith at all, this is way over your head and probably isn't even for you in the first place. Or it's a major shake-up, wake-up that the Bible is real and tells you of real events that are happening. And the, the technology that's behind it that we can now identify that could never be identified any other time in history. So again, thank you for uh, watching this short little video. Um, I hope I've given you enough to consider. I hope I've shaken you up a little bit into reconsidering some of the realities of what's being spoken and said in the scriptures from a 21st century pers- uh, perspective and not using just a surface rendering. You have to go back to the original languages. So with that, um, wait patiently a couple Know that God is on the throne. He is in control. And this is all part of his plan for you and all of creation to be overcomers and joint heirs with him for all of eternity if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior. All others, be scared. Run from the doom to come. Jesus is your only way and your only hope. God bless and know if you are his. You are in a win-win situation no matter what happens.